Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is sponsored by Swanson Health. Swanson Health has been producing quality vitamins and supplements, food, healthy home and self-care products for over 50 years. That's older than me, if you can believe it. Swanson Health is the only company to offer the full spectrum of wellness products for mind, body, and home. From quality products and supplements to cruelty-free beauty items to eco-friendly home products, Swanson Health is here to keep you healthy. Swanson Health only supports products they're proud to use and give to their own families. Backing everything by strict quality standards with the Swanson Quality Code. Swanson brand vitamins and supplements are crafted in the USA and made with unsurpassed purity and potency. Swanson Health carries over 20,000 wellness products at a great value. If you want to try any of Swanson Health's great products for yourself, use the code GHOST20 for 20% off at Swanson.com. That's the code GHOST20 for 20% off at Swanson.com. An internet phenomenon turned deadly. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. She's at a police department and she's covered in blood. And this is like a normal day for her. You can hear Morgan ask what's happened to Peyton using her nickname, Bella. Is she dead? I don't know. She wants to take her to the hospital. What? So what we just heard is an interview with 12-year-old Morgan Geyser to a police detective just hours after she stabbed her best friend 19 times. Why did she do this? The Slender Man told her to do it. Exactly. You got it. Ding, ding, ding. I remember this. You know, I I come from the world of Mm -hmm. YouTube and working in YouTube and and what is uh, something that's trending or what's Mm -hmm. popular. And... The idea of the Slender Man mm-hmm. and Creepypasta. Yes. Creepypasta, creepypasta Marble huge. Hornets. Marble Hornets. It's... All that weird stuff. Not necessarily my jam, but it's mm-hmm. very it's very interesting and captivating. And so it's like peak internet. It's so convincing. Whereas mm-hmm. so many things now, you think everything's a prank or everything's yeah. a joke or everything's a hoax or a setup. Mm-hmm. They did a really great job making almost a found... like. Really, we're like the Blair Witch Project yeah. kind of left off in that sense. Honestly, like very inspiring. And this is kind of the shadow side of how inspiring I found the Slender Man to be and how much I enjoyed that kind of new media storytelling, which is pretty much what it was. It was like watching something unfold. 
but this takes place. I'm from the Midwest. Mm-hmm. This takes place very close to where I grew up in Waukesha, Wisconsin. So that's it's 20, 15 minutes. And it's another suburb outside of Milwaukee. Does that make it like make more mm-hmm. sense to you? Yeah, it okay. does. Because uh, it's very sleepy. It's very sheltered. Um, Wisconsin is a very segregated place, as I'm sure, you know, I'm watching on the news. But I certainly where these two, three, 12 year olds grew up is, again, very white, very sheltered, I wouldn't say privileged, but it's it's a very like, working class neighborhood, not a lot going on, not a lot to do. So it, it makes sense with the background of, of the two perpetrators, uh, also with their mental health, but that this would become a thing that was much, much bigger than it should have ever been. Also being 12 is a yeah. precarious place to be, especially when you're, the internet is so important to you and mm-hmm. something like that is so real seeming. It's yeah. really like a, it's a, like a real perfect storm of, well, unfortunately, a perfect storm of uh, yeah tragedy. And it does. It makes a lot of sense, especially given one of the girl's mental health and, and her history of schizophrenia and um, hallucinating. So can you imagine like, experiencing Slenderman and then with that background and being 12 unmedicated. Ooh. All right. So let's start from the beginning. Slenderman was originally a Photoshopped character created on something awful.com. Do you remember that? Vaguely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, a comedy blog, like found internet stuff. If you, you know, in the early two thousands, if you were into like SimCity or like 3d computer printing, like You'd go there and like make jokes in a forum setting. I sound very old when I say that. The Slenderman design and mock-up was created by a guy named Victor Surge, who entered it and won in a 2009 paranormal photo image contest on something awful. And they do that a lot too. I even just visiting the site to do research for this. Like they're still going going at it. You know, if anyone cares, the internet um. was really was really uh, <laughs> pioneering and weird in in the. Mm-hmm. Late two thousand, like remember Ebaum's world. Oh, love, love yeah, Ebaum's world. Definitely, yeah. Some really weird, interesting stuff. Uh, I was just yeah. talking about Homestar Runner. Oh yeah, yeah. Just how strange the humor on the internet. I mean, it's still strange, but it, it wasn't as disconnected. I think and wasn't yeah, it wasn't really inspired. Like now, I think uh-huh. with things about that they're more inspired by mm-hmm. what is happening or what's trending or what's interesting. Yeah, and being informed by that. This is just like, coming straight from somebody's head. Yeah. To the computer. Yeah, absolutely. So Slenderman, in and of itself, is a man. He's kind of long. He has long limbs. He has a blank face. It's completely... It's, he's very pale. He has a suit on and dress shoes. Sometimes he has tentacles coming out of the back of him. Um, but what he does is he kind of like floats and stands ominously in your space. And that's the, that's the creepy element of it, at least for me, was just like... He could appear. He could appear. And, and even in the woods a lot, right? Yeah, he's in the woods. Um, and then that kind of blew out later, too. Um, like, this guy, uh, Victor, kept posting other Slenderman imagery and created a kind of library of Slenderman imagery. And that expanded. People started creating memes and people started writing fan fiction, like horror fan fiction around him. And then that's where, like, it, the woods kind of came into play. And he started having these powers. He could uh, cause amnesia, bring bouts of... Uh, pain and anxiety and coughing, paranoid behavior. He could have those tentacles grow out of the back of him at any given second. He generally hid in forests and would be like stalking children, but there's a lot of different fan fiction around that too. 
So Peyton Lutner, Anissa Wire, and Morgan Geyser were all 12-year-old best friends and schoolmates when they learned about Slenderman on Creepypasta. I also learned about him. I was a little bit older than 12. I was about uh, pushing 30, I would say. I wasn't even 50 yet when I learned, so (laughs) barely 50. Wow, here we all are. Um, I, my, my roommate at the time, I was thinking about creating stories and I think this is a big time in my life where I was very active on Periscope. If you remember Periscope. Oh yeah. <laughs> very fun. I didn't know you were really active on it. I, I tried to be. Me being active on something is not you being active on something. I, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get you hooked on TikTok right now. I know it's not working. I'm overwhelmed. I was trying to do something or like trying to create some kind of interactive storytelling something on Periscope. And my friend was like, you should look at Marble Hornets and look at all these videos. And they're Marble Hornets 2 is so early 2000s where it's like a dark page, like bright lettering, not a lot of info, and you can't even really navigate the site very well. But it was just rows of these YouTube videos and other information. There's like pages and things like that. And you have to put together – it kind of actually reminded me of – have you? Did you ever go to the Donnie Darko website? I think I went on it a little bit. Because yeah. I was curious. You jump around in time. Exactly, and-, and it's it's almost like a mystery. Just the website is a kind of an escape room, choose your own adventure mystery, and I was very into that. So I just spent like the next three days going down the Slenderman wormhole, and that's a lot of investment. You got to imagine yeah. if you're probably twelve at that time, your investment and how it mm-hmm. affects you is probably ten times that. Yeah. So it Absolutely. Works, and you have nothing sense. else to do. And you and your two friends, like you're these outcasts in your middle school and you're just like taking it all in, just piece of information after piece of information and also creating your own mythology in your head around it. Um, but by 2011, Slenderman was, again, a very, very popular embedded online. In fact, uh, Victor Surge, the creator, couldn't believe how much it caught on himself. In an interview with the website Know Your Meme, he said, I didn't expect it to move beyond the essay forums, adding, An urban legend requires an audience ignorant of the origin of the legend. It needs unverifiable third and fourth hand or more accounts to perpetuate the myth. On the internet, anyone is privy to its origins as evidenced by the very public something awful thread. But what is funny that is that despite this, it still spread. Internet memes are finicky things, and by making something at the right place and time, it can swell into an internet urban legend. And this... Certainly did that to an extent that became uh, violent, honestly. So Peyton, Anissa, and Morgan, the three had been friends since fourth grade. Peyton was drawn to Morgan because she was a loner who needed a friend. Uh, Anissa was a transfer student, also kind of in need of friends and assimilating into her new middle school. According to the principal, they were pretty under-the-radar kids. They had no other... um, like marks against them. They were really quiet. They were very well behaved, no disciplinary issues. Um, but they all loved and believed Slenderman to be real and wanted to demonstrate their loyalty to him so they could become his proxies, prove his existence and prevent him from harming their families. So this is mostly Anissa and Morgan. I have to say Peyton really, in the interviews that I saw, she was not super involved in this very dark part of the wormhole. But Anissa and Morgan thought that they had to kill someone and then they would protect their families, live as servants in Slenderman's home of his mansion, which they thought was in a nearby forest up to their home. So again, it's it's pretty pretty dark, out of touch with reality. And again, I think if a 12-year-old told me something like that, I'd be like, "Oh, that's like, whoa." What an imagination. I don't think I would take it seriously. So they felt like maybe they were held hostage by 
the Slender Man as far as like they had to kill someone in order for the Slender Man not yeah. to get their family. So they but fall. they also had wanted they were excited to live with him and be his servants too. So it was like this okay. twofold. He was and that's probably part of it where he's a danger to them, but he is also their savior in a way too to get out of this again, probably pretty oppressive middle school situation in this place that nothing happens on top of having some pretty severe mental illness. During a police interview, Morgan explained that she had seen and heard hallucinations of ghosts since age three and was certain that Slenderman demanded she kill her best friend to save the lives of her own family. So she said this to a, an investigator. So on May 30th, 2014, the three had a sleepover together to celebrate Morgan's birthday. Anissa and Morgan initially planned to attack Peyton that night, taping her mouth shut, stabbing her in the neck and leaving. They didn't do it because they were too tired or too groggy is what they said in their interviews. So they formulated a second plan attacking Peyton in a bathroom at a local park. And they chose that specific location because the drains in the bathroom would just wash away her blood. These little details too, where it's like, oh man, if they would have talked to anyone about this, they would have been stopped immediately. I guess maybe you don't, you feel like you can't talk to anybody where mm-hmm. a lot of people, a lot of kids and a lot of people feel, you know, and turning to the internet is, is their kind of world, mm-hmm. the world they live in. And they don't feel like they have anyone uh, to turn to or uh, anyone to confide. Yeah. Confide. They're great. In anyone but each other, really. Yeah. So you've got this echo chamber of these ideas. Um, so the attack took place the next day in a nearby forest during a game of hide and seek. And then also like the, Innocence of that is so crazy. So Peyton was told by Anissa to lay down and that she'd cover her in sticks and leaves and stones and things. Morgan then ran over saying Bella, which was their nickname for Peyton. Don't be afraid. I'm only a little kitty cat. She then stabbed Peyton 19 times in the arms, legs, and torso with a five inch, not including the handle, five inch kitchen knife. Two of the stabs wounded major organs. One missed a major artery of her heart by less than a millimeter, and another went through her diaphragm, cutting her in the liver and stomach. Anissa told Peyton to lay down because the blood will come out slower, and the two friends told Peyton that they would get help for her, but they just left. So they started kind of walking, and Peyton lying on the ground, bleeding in a forest, scared out of her mind. So we are going to take a little break there. Because that's pretty intense. We're going to take five. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. So the ghost town mayors, right? We yeah, have, we got a we got a couple mayors. We got a couple mayors. Mm-hmm. We have Brandon Gaddis. Brandon Gaddis, amazing mayor. We have Silent Sam. Silent Still Sam. Still silent. Ooh, love that mystery. 
And Jeanette Link. Jeanette Link, amazing. In the house, very cool. Uh-huh. Very cool people. Mm-hmm. And Chris Witt. Chris Witt, again, one of our first mayors. One of our first mayors. We want to give a little congratulations. Yeah. Uh, have you ever had a mayor who's also a new dad? Mm-mm. No, first one. no, first, first one, one in the history of time. So, yeah, Chris Witt is a father. He's a dad. You have a mayor, people who are listening, who is also a father. He's you know a what? Man. They say you can only have one. I say no. You can have it all. So we want to say congratulations. Mm-hmm. Chris Witt, 83, is his That's Twitter. Right. If you want to say hello. Um, new and daughter. Yeah, new daughter. Her name is uh, Serafina Rose. Beautiful name. Yeah. I, Very cool name. Yeah. I, I love it. Uh, we can't wait to, you know, get lots of pictures and uh, make sure that she subscribes and yeah. <laughs> rates us four stars. Well, now he has no excuse not to listen because he's probably up all the time. That's right. And and everyone knows that a true crime podcast is good for tiny little baby ears. <laughs> yeah. So everyone, it's science. That's so just get, the, the science is get there. Get her started early. Get her buying merch early. And Or, or you know what? Hmm. Just... Love with and be with your child. Nah. No, okay. Come on. Take it from us. Someone has no idea. (laughs) We are childless, and we're going to give you a lot of advice right now. And our Patreon is patreon.com slash ghost town pod. We got bonus episodes, advanced stuff. Exactly. We got got all sorts of things on there. Um, You could join the mayors in the... Select. And we appreciate you. everyone. We appreciate everyone who has yes. uh, is is a patron. Thank you so much. And mm-hmm. you know, uh, we couldn't do it without you. Mm-hmm. And we also we have a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Come say hi. We have stuff that's right now is just YouTube exclusive. You can click the link in the description below mm-hmm. wherever you're listening to this. You can check out some more episodes. Make sure mm-hmm. you subscribe. We have a TikTok. We do have a TikTok. It's very fun. If you want little teasers, little if you teasers, want bits and pieces, got some stuff that's right now is just on there. Kind of trying out some stuff for future episodes. Yeah. And the TikTok is Ghost Town Pod. That's right. Come to the Ghost Town Test Kitchen. So we're just like cranking out the content. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're doing that, and we hope everyone is well. And we hope yeah. everyone is safe, including uh, healthy. We just want to say too. If you want to reach out to us, we are here for you. Uh, we had a friend of the podcast, Christopher Santorani, reach out to me. Uh, very kind. Um, happy to connect with ev- with everyone and anyone. We know it's real rough out there. If you need a friend, Ghost Town Podcast is here. And if you want to rate and review on Apple Podcasts, really helps mm-hmm. a lot. That does help a lot. You, you think like, what could this possibly do? Yeah. It, Everything. It buys us validation for... Do, am I going to cry today? Yeah. Or am I going to laugh today <laughs> you're gonna cry today both okay. you're gonna cry today my laughs are like heaving cries yes. so who's to say really so let's get back to waukesha wisconsin uh 15 minutes from where i grew up and the home of the slender man stabbings as we just talked about so here we have peyton she's on the ground she's bleeding out in this public park and east and morgan are walking five hours across the city of milwaukee According to doctors that operate on her, again, a hair deeper, like a tiny hair deeper on one of her stab wounds would have killed her, which is so scary when you think about just blatant, you know, stabbing and how you could be fine. I mean, no one's going to be fine, but, you know, some places you could be less safe and other times you could be more safe and other times you could be dead. It's crazy. Yeah, this, the stories where it's like one millimeter closer, one, yeah. and it is always makes it more... Perilous, where you're mm-hmm. like, wow, that's how, how close, you know, yeah. how lucky you are to 
have had that not happen. Absolutely. It is, and it's, it feels like it's so much luck because she dragged herself, Peyton dragged herself out of the forest down into a clearing by the side of a small road where a cyclist found her and called 911. So again. I think you're going to say a psycho founder. And I'm like, oh, psycho come on. Psycho founder. She's, no, no. no, no. She Cyclist. had a little, she had some good luck after all this okay. horrible luck, thankfully. So Morgan and Anissa, they walked five hours and were apprehended next to Interstate 94, I-94, know it well, next to a Steinhoffel's furniture store, also know it very well. Um, so they're in this like, like giant parking lot kind of sitting and hanging out. The, they, they were carrying the knife that they used to stab her in their bag. They were very calm, um, very relaxed when they were apprehended. So Morgan felt no empathy for this, but Anissa said in interviews that she did uh, feel guilty for stabbing her best friend Peyton, but she said that she had to do it to appease Slenderman. Everyone was shocked. Peyton left the hospital seven days after the attack and returned to school in September of that year. And which is actually like, honestly, like pretty quick, I would say just a couple months recovery. And just after such a traumatic experience to its credit, the Waukesha school district did everything they could to protect her. I don't know if you remember when this first came out, the names of the kids were they're not revealed. Yeah. They're not like actually like not a lot of the information was revealed in general. It was just like a very vague. So they did that. They also blocked all of the websites associated with uh, Marble Hornets and Creepypasta. So they really did kind of a, a sweep of what the kids had access to at the school. On August 12th, everyone's favorite Wisconsin governor, Scott Walker, issued a proclamation declaring Wednesday, August 13th, 2014, Purple Hearts for Healing Day and encouraged people of Wisconsin to wear purple on that day to honor Peyton. A little convoluted, but I like where his heart's at. Not a fan of Scott Walker, but we won't get into it right now. He also praised her strength and determination exhibited during her recovery. The Creepypasta wiki also had something to say about this. They were very outspoken um, in their sympathy for the victim. And they had a 24-hour live stream on YouTube June 13th to June 14th, 2014, to raise money for her, for her hospital bills. I think that's like a really good thing. But most noteworthy and very Wisconsin is that um, in Madison, they had a one-day Bratwurst festival to honor Peyton on August 29th, several days before she returned to school. Hot dogs and Bratwurst were sold to raise money towards her medical costs. The event was run by over 250 volunteers and raised over $70,000 for her. I, I think that's a, a good way to honor somebody. Be like a Bratwurst, you know. Yeah. Like a Bratwurst. <laughs> contest <laughs> I love, or just it's the convergence yeah. of empathy and wisconsin culture yeah. to help this poor girl so anise and morgan their footage in their interviews seem again like very disconnected morgan even in one very chilling interview so the the officer leaves and she is alone in the room and she's just it's kind of reminds me of elisa lamb a little bit where she's just kind of like dancing yeah, i remember watching out, that and, and you're like well, on you it. yeah you really are out of touch. You you don't really know what you've done, or you you don't realize on like in a very like realistic sense the gravity of the situation. Yeah, it? definitely. In 2017, Anissa pleaded guilty to being party to attempted second degree homicide. She was found not guilty by mental disease or defect. Morgan accepted a plea offer where she would not go to trial and be evaluated by psychiatrists to determine how long she could be placed in a mental hospital. She pleaded guilty but was found not guilty again by reason of mental disease or defect. 
She was diagnosed finally with schizophrenia, um, something that her father also suffered from. Anissa was sentenced to 25 years to life, but it's three years of locked confinement and then communal supervision until age 37. Morgan was sentenced to 40 years to life, which involved at least three years locked in confinement, in addition to involuntary treatment in a state psychiatric institute until she's 53 years old or until symptoms resolve themselves. In 2018, a judge sentenced Morgan to 40 years under mental health facility supervision, amended her sentence. She is the youngest patient in the Winnebago Mental Health Institute in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Very grim. Uh, Peyton has healed. Um, She is still, you know, doing interviews. She's still talking about her experience, which must be horrifying. And the other, you know, Anissa and Morgan are getting treatment. So much shit on the internet, obviously. It's more like, hey, if your family has a history of schizophrenia, and your kid is acting weird, which her mom does interviews where, like, she talks about her kid not, Morgan not acting very, like, Yeah, but that might be, the thing might be is, like, she's not, she's just acting like a moody 12-year-old. Yeah. But that's, maybe. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and, and maybe she stabbed someone 19 times. But might be something to possibly look into, but I don't know that if it's a middle class, kind of working class place, mm-hmm. maybe there's that idea of, like, to buck up, pull up by your bootstraps, yeah, like, which is how I grew up. Yeah. And it did not serve me well in the kind of grander sense so now you have a podcast though yeah they let me have one um they let me have one (laughs) podcast the oldest person in the winnebago mental (laughs) yeah has a uh has a podcast yes so we're just a couple of what are you what are you jen are you uh i'm a old ass millennial and um, i'm clinging to millennial yeah and i'm uh not really clinging to generation x (laughs) and you know, we just love TikTok, I guess, is what we're trying to say. That's it. Yeah, just um, love TikTok, bottom line. That's right. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.